Your day has just begun. Yeah! But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah! Hashtag NFL. Back to throw is Wilson. Well protected. Floats one up the seam at the goal line. Croft makes the catch. Turns. End zone. Touchdown. Tyler Croft from Zach Wilson. Play action. Bootleg out to the left. Zach Wilson flips it left. Tyler Croft makes the catch. Left sideline 10. He's at the 5. Front left pylon. Powers his way into the end zone. There's a jet touchdown. Zach Wilson, 9 of 11, 128 yards, two touchdowns. They beat the Jets 23-14, and Aaron Rodgers is on the broadcast saying nice things about Zach. Maybe not so nice about Zach's offensive line, but nice things about Zach. The plot, it's keep rolling in, PK. It's not Zach, it's Roy. (laughs) Roy? Rookie of year. (laughs) How many times are I going to tell you, look here with your haircut. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> you didn't say anything on Friday, though. I got it on Thursday. <laughs> Takes you so long to notice. Well, I try to keep my head down. That's been the success. <laughs> key, key to my success in life. I worked a weather guy in uh, Santa Barbara who used to say, HDMS, David, HDMS. Ooh, what's that, Phil? Head down, mouth shut. Said that right when the news director was going on a tirade in the newsroom. I can't keep my mouth shut, though. Pivoted and walked away. You can't do that. Not in this You can only half of Phil Mann's uh, (laughs) historic advice. In relation to Joe Mann? No. Rookie of year. How many times I got to say it? Now, I called it long before anybody else, but I ain't never looking for no credit, man. I'm telling you, I got a keen eye. And the eye, the ear, the heart, the nose... Especially the nose. And the right arm tells me. A superstar. Indianapolis Colts are going to get quarterback Carson Wentz and All-Pro guard Quentin Nelson back this weekend. They're going to get to practice on a limited basis after undergoing identical foot surgeries earlier this month. You may remember the prognosis was 5 to 12 weeks. An unusual combination if there ever was one. And it looks like they're both coming in on the short end of that. Much closer to 5 than 12. Okay, well, that was the prognosis, so they were right. Yeah, even they weren't sure they were going to be right, or they wouldn't have given us 5 to 12. Who's they? The medical people. Oh, how do you know they weren't right? They said 5 to 12, and they got it right. What are you talking about? They weren't sure. How can you speak for them? they said 12. Right. That's the end. of. You never know how the body's going to respond. Makes sense to me. The Atlanta Falcons lost back of quarterback A.J. McCarron for the season. Torn ACL in his right knee. Titans head coach Mike Vrabel announced he's tested positive for COVID-19. He's isolating until he gets retested today. Titans held joint practices with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers before their preseason game this past weekend, but no other coaches have tested positive yet. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. Oregon and Oregon State became the first Power 5 schools to announce they can require proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test for people over the age of 12 to attend their football games. Those opting to show proof of a negative test result needed to be from within three days of the event. So you think that's a smart move? Sure. Me too. 
I think all important things, you should have to show proof of things. I'm with that. All important things yeah. show proof of things. Yeah, like when you get on a plane, you got to show an ID. Uh, you want to enter a bar and you got to be 21, you got to show an ID. Yeah, all that type of stuff. I'm all for it. Penn State AD Sandy Berber on Saturday said, The Big Ten feels like it's in a really good place. That's the conference explores an alliance with ACC and Pac-12, but that it continues to pay attention to what brings value beyond money. Bull crap. (laughs) Beat me to it. The thing that there are conferences out there that could bring value from a monetary standpoint, particularly speaking about our TV contract and other TV revenues, Barbara said, the Big Ten really prides itself on being more than just an athletic conference in terms of our provost's get together. We share some library resources, some other academic resources. Oh, bloody freaking dog. Uh, (laughs) You go ahead and tell your library resources. You ever have anybody tell you, away from microphones and cameras, it really is unusual. These guys really are into the a- academics. They have to say that. People who don't work at those schools away from microphones say that. And I still find it hard to believe. I'm with you. Well, I find it hard to believe. But they like to tell you that. I no. want clean air. <laughs> and I'm for it. Meanwhile, your house can be polluted as long as mine is fine. <laughs> DJ and PK. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Utah Jazz are going to open the 21-22 season October 20th when they welcome the Oklahoma City Thunder to Vivint Arena. The entire 82-game schedule was revealed Friday afternoon. An initial over-under win totals from the Caesar Sportsbook in Las Vegas put the Jazz at 51 and a half wins. That's tied for third most in the NBA. Lakers and Sixers also sitting at 51 and a half. The Nets are the big dog at 54-5. The defending champs, the Bucks at 53 and a half. Always a half, no pushes, PK. We're going to have winners and losers here. Does that feel about right? Not in NBA mode. Uh, 51 wins uh, in their third most. So, yeah, respective to everybody else, they should be in the mix. And this puts them in the mix. And in the mix is the best you're going to hope for because nobody's going to say you're a lock. Nobody's even going to say you're the lead dog. I don't care about that. Take in the mix. They are are viewed as uh, contenders. That's the point. Because they are contenders. So where they stand relative to the rest of the league, they should be considered contenders. That's what they believe they are. That's what they're building toward. That's why they had all these moves. That's why they're way over the luxury cap and all that stuff and got to pay an enormous check as of now. That could change, obviously. So all those things dictate that they're in the mix. And this, odds-wise, betting-wise, shows that those folks are in concert with what Jay-Z thinks and, and the ownership and that type of thing. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, that makes sense to me. Whether it's, you know, 51, 53, the mix will determine as we progress across, across the course of the season, whether it's 51, 55, but they'll be in that hunt, in yeah. that group. 
Will one of these teams get everything to come together? All the role players fit together, the chemistry's awesome, the team stays healthy, and they rattle off 64 wins. Vegas isn't going to put that in uh, 64 there. seems really high. Anything else, you're in the mix. I don't look at teams that win 56 or 58 and think, boy, you're just going to batter people in the playoffs. I mean, they might end up doing it, but... It's August, and games are a ways off, but as of now, you're where you want to be. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. The Detroit Tigers' Miguel Cabrera becomes the 28th member of the 500 Home Run Club after accomplishing the feat in the Tigers' 5-3 win over the Toronto Blue Jays in 11 innings. 500. I know the water's been watered. The number's been watered down, and people cast an eye and all that at steroids and home run totals. But doesn't this one feel pretty legit, PK? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I think 500 is a great number. 38-year-old Miguel Cabrera getting there. Start working on that Hall of Fame speech. Baltimore Orioles. Yeah, they're not going to the Hall of Fame. 18 straight losses beaten by the Braves 3-1. to Major League Baseball record is 21 straight. And the Braves, 13 straight wins on the road, 9 straight overall. They are surging in front and taking control of the National League East. Going well for yeah. the Braves right now. Oh, yeah, for sure. Were they 13 and 2 in the last 15 or something? Yeah, and up five games on the Philadelphia mm-hmm. Phillies now. That's uh, five games in late August. That's, it's not done, but that's a it's a good place to be. I agreed. The Giants beat the A's 2 to 1. They do it again. Donovan Solano. Pinch hit Homer in the eighth inning. Two run shot. They beat the A's 2 to 1. They've got 80 wins now. First major league team to 80 wins. And they pick up a game on the Mets, who the or pick up a game on the Dodgers because the Mets handled the Dodgers easily seven to two. That ends a nine-game win streak for the Dodgers, so they sit two and a half games behind the Giants as those two duel it out. Yeah, yeah, the Giants, man. It kind of reminds me of uh, Bruce Bochy. He put up whoever he put up would get uh, get a pinch hit double when they needed it to clear the bases. Always the right decision. Travis Ishikawa, guys that you barely ever heard of, but came up there and did a thing. Mark, Marco Scudero and then they'd bring, uh, what is his name? Like Jeremy Affelt out of the bullpen to get a strikeout and then he'd go away for a couple of weeks. It seems like uh, what they got going here, Wade hits the home run on Saturday in the ninth, down one. Uh, Sunday in the eighth, down one. Maybe that's uh, set up for again, which would be just absolutely amazing. The Reds now have the last wild card berth. They win. The Phillies beat the Padres 7-4. The Reds pull in front of the Padres in the wild card race. And so Cincinnati getting it done. And, of course, that's the last spot because whoever doesn't win the Giants-Dodger battle will presumably be the home team in that wild card game. Bees blow out the Reno Aces 11-1. to Same two teams playing a doubleheader. No game Saturday, so they're going to make it up. 5 o'clock today at Smith's Ballpark. Get your tickets at slbs.com. You can listen to Steve Klauke with the call here on the Zone Sports Network. I'm really, I'm looking up, called up a jazz site, look at the schedule. Yeah. Single game tickets go on sale at 10 a.m. today. It says right on the top here. 
go time now that they got a schedule. Yeah. So that's uh, well, it's it's good for anybody. I mean, you can be trying to, uh, but if you want to see a specific o- opponent, especially if you root for the opposing team, or you got family coming in for Christmas. Yeah, you know when somebody's birthday is, and that's the reason to go. Whatever it is. Yeah. Angel star Mike Trout said he still aims to return to the lineup this season despite a lingering calf injury that has had him out since May 17th. I'm just trying to get back, Trout said. Obviously, we're running out of time here, but my main focus is to get back on the field no matter when it is. And the Athletics are proceeding with parallel paths, planning new ballparks in Oakland and Las Vegas. Team President Dave Cavall is planning another trip to Vegas soon, traveling there every couple of weeks, he said, to evaluate the options with that potential spot. Think it's going to come up with money for another dome stadium? Well, Dave, they want to play there. Dave they hope so. Yeah. <laughs> DJ and PK. Hashtag RSL. Another woulda, coulda, shoulda. RSL scores first, but gives up two late goals to the Colorado Rapids and loses. RSL. Had back-to-back wins, was going for a third straight, but couldn't make the Albert Rusnak goal stand up. One goal waved off, a penalty waved off, but two or three other glorious chances go unconverted as well. So they get beat by Colorado, who now, despite awful preseason predictions for the Rapids, is in third place in the Mm. West. You never can trail. The one thing I've noticed MLS preseason, you just don't know. And Doof Boy over there on the other side of the glass, we don't want him to travel because then he would miss midweek shows. And that's far more important to me than him we calling have some soccer. things no. that could make it so he could still do the show. No, no, no. They leave first thing in the morning. No. No, no, no. I know he wants to be a kid again and go on the road. That was all fun when we did it when we were younger. But oh, now we're, we're, we're too old for that. So, no. Keep it the way it is. It's the show. The show is the number one priority. Not your stupid soccer. That technology is only for PK. Apparently. Well, I don't take flights. Well, I might take different flights. No, you won't. You want to fly with the boys. That's the whole part of it. Be with the boys. Be out on the road. That's the fun part of it. Get out of town. I only fly with one other person when I fly commercial. And if that happens again, and I don't know whether it will, if it happened again, I might be on a charter anyway. So there you go. Then you wouldn't be able to control it either way. Right. And on the <laughs> charter, on the charter, I'd make it back, but I might miss the one going out. Ding, ding, ding. Demir Krylock plays in the MLS All-Star Game Wednesday. RSL is back at it in Vancouver on Sunday, although Demir will not be. He picked up another yellow card, so he'll be suspended. So that's Sunday night, their next game. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, Kurt Cragthorpe will join us. He's covering Utah golf for Fairways Media and the Salt Lake Tribune. And he's at the Utah Open. Spent some time around Tony Romo. We will talk with him coming up at 8 o'clock. Tony Romo with a lot of football opinions. Mark Anderson, sports reporter for the Las Vegas Review-Journal, will join us at 9 o'clock. PK, how many different topics do you want to hit with him? There's a list. Well, he had a big interview with uh, Klyavkov, the commissioner of the Pac-12. They have a Vegas connection. Obviously, Mark's been in Vegas for a long, long time, and, and the commissioner worked in Vegas for many, many years, so he had that connection. And I saw that interview. Uh, the Review Journal printed it, and I read it. I read it to you. 
And then the route throughout the weekend, I think I saw it Friday morning, throughout the weekend, I saw it referenced by many, many other news organizations. Uh, I don't know if we talked about it on the air, but I know we talked about it off the air as far as uh, Pac-12 expansion, where Klyovkov said that uh, a lot of the teams and universities that you would expect to contact us have, which we assume would be the remaining Big 8 of the Big 12, and then also he said, plus the ones you'd be surprised by, which obviously just soared antennas racing to the sky. You know, what does that mean? And, and so I, I haven't spoken to Mark yet, but I'm guessing that uh, based uh, putting uh, pieces together that he knows Klavkov better than most because he was uh, Klavkov was a prominent figure in Vegas for a number of years. And Mark Anderson has been with the Review Journal for as long as I've known him, which is 30 years. <laughs> he knows all things about the UNLV Rebels and the Mountain West. He's got this big Pac-12 piece, and we're going to have to ask him if Vegas will really pony up for a, another dome stadium and move another team from Oakland to Vegas. So. And the Pac-12 has a significant presence in Vegas. You know, they're never, I don't know if they'll tournament. ever invite UNLV. Conference football title game. It reminds me of... BYU with the Pac-12. I don't know if they'll ever invite them, but they certainly have a significant presence presence because they play a bunch of their teams in probably all of their sports, and obviously football being the highest profile. Like, for instance, this year, they got five. So it's the same type of association. They may never have a formal association, but they certainly have a connection and a direct connection. And so, you know, it's important for them to keep the Vegas, and they want to go there. And I think it's a smart move uh, to establish there. That's where we're going to have all of our stuff. You don't necessarily need to have a team from Vegas. It doesn't matter. I don't think anybody cares. But you know, the conference basketball, the last couple of years, obviously, is, is, is an unusual situation. But they were building something in Vegas, especially compared. I covered Pac-10 back when in the form. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Absolutely. It's night and day. Yeah. <laughs> and I think they had the, the first tournament was in the Staples Center, and then I didn't even go to it, but the first one I went to was in Vegas, and the, which I think was the second year, and they have to, they've to they been building something. So Vegas is an important destination for those guys. You're going to have the Pac-12 tournament, obviously. You're going to have the Pac-12 title game. And the Vegas Bowl has been redone, so it's going to be Pac-12 versus SEC. And we're all expecting to see more of these early season football games, uh, like we're seeing BYU and Arizona this year. So again, Pac-12 team involved. So we'll talk about all of that with Mark Anderson, sports reporter for the Las Vegas Review-Journal, coming up at 9 o'clock. DJ and PK, it's 97.5, 1280 The Zone. The question of the day is next. Stay with us.